following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into a special edition. Every day is a special edition of Main Street Sports today. We are live on location at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame in downtown Nashville, where we will be joined by the one and only Brad Willis with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Also, a gentleman who has residency in the building, Pete Weber, voice of the Nashville Predators there in action tonight. Pete will stop by also. Plus, Jimbo's problem with the NIL. Jimbo has a problem hard to believe. We've got the Daily Braves update and Top 5 Tuesday Hollywood duos. Going to be a fun one. Every one of them always is. Now to a couple of fun guys themselves. The Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton, with the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. Gentlemen, where? Can't find Oh, them. sorry. Hadn't seen a gentleman yet. Sorry. No. What's going on? I hope you guys are having a great day. Boy, what a fantastic venue this is for a talk show. Oh, it, it could not be any better than looking at the faces of the most famous and accomplished Tennesseans in sports history as we are here at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. A beautiful, beautiful Tuesday outside outside of the little bit of wind but it's not too bad oh man what a uh, what a great day it's been what a great day it's gonna be yeah and as as good a day as it's been it's gonna get even better here in about two hours when the Braves world champ uh, World Series championship trophy tour arrives out on the plaza here at Bridgestone Arena Right now, I guess it's wrapping up its stay over at the um, Country Music Hall of Fame. So, where we have seen some youngsters <laughs> running yeah. around downtown. As, as we were as we were coming in to get set up, we saw um, families with school age kids. So either they were homeschoolers on a field trip, or they were cutting class, which I think is. <laughs> Fantastic parenting right there. Either way, great parenting. Absolutely. There's no question there. No question. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we're we're going to reserve our top story today. Our top story comes from just down the way off of Wedgwood where the Nashville soccer team has a couple, well, three technically new owners, but only two of them super notable. Sorry, Reese Witherspoon's husband. I don't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that two Alan celebrities J- and another guy <laughs> like that alan jackson song i'm in love with a waitress <laughs> and i don't even know her name yeah <laughs> but yeah so uh, a couple of new owners for nashville soccer club and that we'll talk about that a little bit later uh, i thought that was interesting and again jp told you all things all the great things we're going to talk about today including the the braves and uh, jimbo fisher brad willis joins us here shortly and pete weber as well of course we'll get to our top five later in the show so let's uh send it back to jp because we need to get yesterday's 12 scores and today's schedule as we give you the rundown 
This is The Rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP Member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. All right, here we go. Uh, the Tuesday Rundown high school baseball scores from Monday. Good pasture, 16-4 winners over Ezel Harding. It was Clarksville Northwest, 18-2 over Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Henry County, 7-2 winners over Dixon County. White House Heritage, 13-1 over Joe Burns. And uh, the battle for Lawrence County, uh, the Civil War, Loretto, 1, Summertown, nada, 0. Clint Seymour took a no-hitter into the seventh Ooh. in that one. Six and two-thirds, All right. to be exact. Never expect anything less than great baseball between those two. Uh, softball yesterday, Columbia Academy 2, Baylor 1. That was in nine innings, and, Mo, you had updates on that all evening. Carly Quillen with a solo shot in the top of yes. the ninth wins Woo. that one for the Lady Bulldogs. Um, Boats pretty well for the two-time defending state champions in two different classifications. Now, now Baylor has also won some state championships. Some. <laughs> yeah. Plural. Yeah. Some. A, a few of their own. Yeah, it makes that yeah. trip to uh, Chattanooga all the better. Uh, Clarksville 11-2 over Henry County yesterday. Good pasture 8-6 over Davidson Academy. It was Greenbrier 10, Montgomery Central 3. Station Camp 2-0 over Gallatin and Wayne County 13-3 over Kolioka. And boys soccer on the pitch yesterday won Match got in the books, and they ended where they started in a tie. But they <laughs> scored three goals. CPA and Innsworth tied at three yesterday. All right, uh, taking a look. I tell you what, let me get back here because I have the rundown. Let me get that rolling. All right, uh, back to the baseball schedule for today. Uh, in about 24 minutes from now, Middle Tennessee Monarchs at Good Pasture. They'll start a doubleheader at 2.30 baseball. 4 o'clock this afternoon, Laverne at Antioch, Seymour Christian at Zion Christian. At 4.30, Davidson Academy will be at University School at Jackson. No, Mer- Nashville. Nashville, thank you. I have Jackson in my head, and I see this every day. University School of Nashville. <laughs> All there good. you go. Uh, Murfreesboro Central Magnet at Hillwood. Pope John Paul II is at Brentwood Academy. Also at 4.30, you'll see Beach at Hunters Lane. Uh, Ezel Harding is at Lighthouse Christian from Antioch. Lipscomb Academy hosting Father Ryan. Pearl Cone will be at Stratford. East Nashville welcomes White's Creek today. Providence Christian at Franklin Road Academy. Middle Tennessee Christian is at Innsworth. CPA at NBA uh, at 5 o'clock. These games will throw out their first pitch. Kolioka at Hampshire. Mount Pleasant will welcome Cascade. Columbia is at Riverdale. Clarksville Christian at Tennessee Heat. And at 5.30 today, Trousdale County at East Robertson. Also, Sycamore at Clarksville Academy. Santa Fe will welcome Wayne County. West Creek will travel to Springfield at 5.45. Scotts Hill welcomes Madison Academy. At 6 tonight, Watertown at Smyrna. Siegel at Oakland. Blackman at, at Rockvale. At 6.30, you'll see Cane Ridge at Stewart's Creek. Loretto at Summertown, Part 2. Ravenwood at Summit. Clarksville at Rossview, also at 6.30. On the diamond today, Harpeth at Fairview. Franklin welcomes Brentwood. No love loss there. Maplewood versus Glencliff. Uh, speaking of no love loss, Nolansville Independence. I'm sure they are building up quite the little rivalry. Lawrence County at Marshall County. 
Lincoln County at Page. Portland welcomes Montgomery Central. Spring Hill is uh, at Tullahoma this evening. Uh, also at 6.30, White House Heritage and Joe Burns. At 7, Bells tonight. Dixon County at Clarksville Northeast. McGavick at Gallatin Greenbrier hosting Creekwood Station Camp at Hendersonville. Green Hill welcomes Cookville. Hickman County is at Mount Pleasant, Mount Juliet at Wilson Central. Also today, Moore County and Eagleville will play, as will John Over and Centennial. Check your local offices, front offices for game times there. Softball today, as we switch over here. Sorry, I'm working multiple uh, tabs here. There we go, back to it. Softball today, Franklin Road Academy at Middle Tennessee Christian. It's the 4 o'clock start at 4.15. Maplewood is at MLK, Martin Luther King at 4.30. A slew of games include Cane Ridge hosting Smyrna, Brentwood Academy at Father Ryan, Ezel Harding will be at Good Pasture today, St. Cecilia Academy welcomes Enworth, Lipscomb Academy hosts CPA, Pope John Paul II is at Harpeth Hall, uh, Grace Christian Franklin will travel to Webb School, uh, Westmoreland at 5 o'clock will be at Gordonsville, also at 5. These games include Loretta with Giles County, Summit hosting Columbia, Ravenwood will welcome Independence, Collinwood is at Santa Fe, Station Camp is at Watertown, Columbia Academy at BGA, Mount Pleasant hosts Lewis County at 5.30 this evening. You'll see Springfield at Clarksville. Uh, Kenwood hosts Dixon County, Huntland at Eagleville at 6 o'clock. Other 6 o'clock contests include Gallatin at East Robertson, Moore County hosting Kolioka, Middle Tennessee Christian at Murfreesboro Central Magnet, and they get the uh, trophy for the longest Two names today combined. <laughs> Antioch at Stewart's Creek at 6. Greenbrier at White House. Um, good luck getting those on the scoreboards at that game tonight. White House Heritage um, is at... <laughs> uh, White House Heritage, uh, thank you. Uh, where are we? White House Heritage. Hosting uh, Sycamores. Thank you very much. Uh, you have me highlighted. Thank you very much. DCA at Zion Christian at 6. Spring Hill at Marshall County. That's a 6.30 start. Also at 6.30, Green Hill at Mount Juliet. Blackman is at Oakland, Siegel at Riverdale, Rockvale at Wilson Central, Lawrence County at Lincoln County is at 7 tonight. Boys soccer, we will see on the pitch this evening, or this afternoon actually, 1 o'clock Coffee County at Spring Hill. Uh, we'll see maybe before this uh, show is over, might have a score, you never know. Hillwood and Martin Luther King, they'll start at 4.30, 5 o'clock Hickman County. Uh, don't hold your bets is what you're saying. Higby County at Columbia Academy. Uh, also at 5, uh, Giles County will host Murfreesboro Central Magnet. DCA is a good pasture today. Nashville Christian will welcome Friendship Christian. At 5.30, you'll see Dixon County at Brentwood Academy. Uh, 6 o'clock, uh, first touch include Laverne at Lebanon. Loretto hosting Wayne County. Stewart's Creek at Rockvale. Community is at Watertown. Also Springfield at Clarksville Northeast. At 6.30, you'll see Columbia at Independence at 7 tonight. Uh, by the way, Mo will be at so that I won't game. see it, but Mo will. Mo will we'll see, see that it. firsthand, and you can read <laughs> of his firsthand take at Main Street Murray uh, sometime overnight. Brentwood at Centennial, Valor Collegiate at Green Hill. These are 7 o'clock first touch. Uh, also at 7, Independence Academy hosting Merrill Hyde. Wilson Central at Mount Juliet. Riverdale will welcome Blackman. Oakland at Siegel. Hendersonville's at Station Camp tonight at 7. And a couple other matches on tap for this Tuesday. Greenbrier is at Kenwood. Smyrna hosting Cookville again. Check your local front office for game times there. College baseball today, 5.30, SEC Network Plus. Tennessee will host Xavier uh, at 6 on ESPN+. Plus. Lipscomb welcomes Tennessee Tech. 
Uh, hot Belmont Bruins will be at Evansville at 6 and North Alabama, a.k.a. UNA, at Austin P at 6. Also in progress, Two. Columbia State is at Ooh. Calhoun okay. down in Alabama. All right. Uh, pro baseball, that would be the majors. Uh, the Cubbies are in Atlanta to take on the Braves. It'll be freed for Atlanta host uh, against Stroman. 620, first pitch on Valley Sports South. And the sounds are up in the great white north of St. Paul, Minnesota. Jeff Him, hopefully he layered up for that. Uh, we'll chat with him Friday, get his take on the weather up there. Uh, they will be in action um, at some point this evening. Do we know a start time for that yet? 607. 607. Mm-hmm. It'll be, All right. uh, and I believe Jason, and not, yeah, Jason Alexander, not to be confused with the, the actor. The actor. Yeah, this is the, the AAA pitcher, gotcha. Jason Alexander, who's 3 0 with a 2 4 0 ERA, will go for the sounds while Rodriguez takes the, the bump for St. Paul. Okay. Hopefully, that um, Jason Alexander will not do the opposite and will get win. the win. Right. I guess, for a Seinfeld reference for those that want to. Think about that. <laughs> NBA action tonight. It is game five. The Grizz hosting, uh, speaking of Minnesota, the Timberwolves, 630 on TNT. This series tied at two. Pivotal game five tonight. Go grind them out, Grizz. And right here in this building at Bridgestone Arena, uh, the Nashville Predators. Pivotal game tonight on the ice, 7 o'clock uh, against Calgary. Uh, and you can see it on Bally Sports Southeast. Chris and I can see it in person tonight. Sorry, Mel. And if you're going to be in the building and you want to come say hello, feel free. Reach out. You know our Twitters. There you go. Yeah. We'd love to say hello. Absolutely. And that is your Tuesday Rundown. It is brought to you by Jim Davis at GrowLiveGive.com. When we come back, Ooh. Brad Willis is going to – Hang out with us. He's going to sit here in the hot seat, and we will talk to him about all of the cool stuff hanging from the ceilings and on the walls and in glass cases, all kinds of great stuff here at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. So he'll join us here momentarily, so stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll return after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. 
Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant is on the end, punching all the buttons and... On one end. Yeah, he's on that end. On this end. Over there. Mm-hmm. He comes in when we can. But uh, glad to have you guys with us as we are live on location here at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Again, just a fantastic venue for a, a sports talk show. There's no question there. And... As we told you on the other side of the break, we are now joined by the executive director, I guess. Is that that's the title? Uh, Brad Willis. Days, won't they? That, <laughs> well, just give a title. You know, what we do is just give ourselves <laughs> titles and go for it. Hey. I, mean, I mean, you just if you put it on your email signature, it's Email it's or business card, nobody questions it's it. It's official. Yep, 100%. So, I mean, it works for me. I as, as I said earlier today, it's it's a lot easier to get forgiveness and permission. 100%. So just, just throw it out there until <laughs> somebody stops you. you know? Who's going to stop us? Hey. Nobody. That's it. Brad, this is a fantastic venue, man. We, we walk in here and you see, again, the faces of the most accomplished and well-known Tennesseans in, in sports history, and it's just really cool to know that uh, something like this is available uh, for anyone who wants to come in here down here in downtown Nashville. Well, you're, you're nice to say that, and first of all, welcome. It's great to have you guys here. I love it when we're able to kind of uh, mix my old life of sports talk radio and my, my new life here at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame together, and uh, so I love it anytime we're able to have some uh, show here and, and talk about, you know, whether it's the, the Braves World Series trophy on the plaza this afternoon or, you know, kind of what we're doing at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, but no, thrilled to have you guys, and uh, you know, thank you. It's It's uh, we've been here in this location since 2000. Uh, the, the Hall of Fame has been an organization since 1966, but uh, when, when they built out part, this part of Bridgestone Arena, they, they built right here uh, in our little corner of the world, and, and a lot of what you find here is on loan from the Tennessee State Museum, and then a lot of what you find here we've accumulated over the last 20-plus years. And so it's, um, when you walk through and you see you know, the, the many names, it's a, it really is a testament to what sports mean 
scenes in this state. Uh, and, and, and frankly, not just the people who were born and raised here, but then, you know, people that came here and played collegiately or professionally who still make their home in, you know, in the mid-state or, or in, you know, any division of the state still today. So uh, really excited to have you guys here and uh, hopefully it'll be a big, big day. Hopefully it will be a big day. You know, these guys, again, are sticking around for the Flames and Predators later on tonight and um, need to get some points out of that. But, yeah, it's a <laughs> it, uh, big night, big day regardless. Again, the trophy going to be out on the plaza here in a while. We're going to try to get some pictures with that. So we kind of had ulterior motives oh, your question. when we <laughs> set this up. But at the same <laughs> time, this is fantastic. I don't know that I've been here, and it's just – I mean, everything that Chris said, ditto. I mean, just within my view, I can see banners honoring Lynn Dunn, Carol Lawson, and Charles Davis, Mac Brown, you know, Philip Fulmer, Chad Clifton, anybody that you think anybody that's anybody, of huh? in terms of athletics in this state is, is here. And it's just – it's fantastic. Well, you're nice to say that. I mean, it's, it, you know, there's, and there's still gaps. You know, you talk about all those names. There's still folks who, um, for one reason or another, may not be in our Hall of Fame yet. And, and you know, we've got the, uh, you know, our bylaws basically say that it, you've got to be uh, retired from your sport for three years or, or over the age of 50. And sometimes by the time people reach those thresholds, people assume that they've already been inducted. And, and we rely on the public or, or teammates or former coaches or players to nominate people. And so whenever the assumption begins and say, oh, they're already in, then sometimes you end up with these gaps with folks that aren't inducted. And somebody will say, oh, well, so-and-so, they're in, right? And you say, no, they're not. <laughs> you know, let's, let's get a nomination on the books. Let's talk about that. Uh, Harry Galbraith, who's going in as part of the class of 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was a guy that I think a lot of people just assumed he was already in. And, and Harry passed away in 2010. And, um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's sad that we're not going to get to celebrate with him in person. But his family was, was overwhelmed uh, and, and really happy that we're, that we're honoring his legacy. And, uh, and, and he was a great example of someone that a lot of people never even nominated because they just assumed he was already in. Absolutely. I got a chance to work with him for a little bit when he was coaching over at Tennessee State. Wonderful, wonderful individual, man. Definitely missed. And I'm glad that you all are finally getting around to <laughs> honoring him. But, but, yeah, I mean, not just you guys. That's, that's kind of a thing with a lot of different halls of fame. It's like – they're not in right you know and yeah. and so um i'm glad you mentioned harry and his upcoming induction because i, I know that you have a thing about letting people know yeah how they are it's being one of my, honored one of my favorite parts of the job you know you're never delivering bad news when you're telling somebody they're going to be a part of a hall of fame and so that's always that's always a plus and, and the, the pandemic really made us be creative for the last couple of years. Uh, I started with the organization in January of 2020. I had two months <laughs> to hit the ground running and start to do some of these and things. Stopped. And then everything stopped. <laughs> and in that two months, we got to go around and we went to, we went to Golf House, Tennessee, and we surprised Dick Horton with all of his friends there in the, you know, in the clubhouse. We went to Knoxville and, and surprised Heath Schuler in a media timeout with Tennessee and Florida playing basketball. We brought Jeff Fisher into a radio station told him he was doing an interview about the combine and you know kind of sprung it on him and and to me a hall of fame is is in, in many ways only as important as you make it 
And I just, I look at the names that are here, and when I think of people like, like Ed Temple, when I think of people like Pat Summit, and when I think about people like Ed Tutal Jones and General Nealon, Peyton Manning, and, you know, it's like, this is a big deal. And, and not just for the people who, who live here and, and maybe were a witness to a lot of these things, but we're, we're right here in the epicenter of tourism in downtown Nashville, adjacent to the, to the visitor center and, and, and obviously a big part of Bridgestone Arena. And so we're really happy that we get to tell the story. And, I, and my office is right near the front door, and I'll hear people walk in, they'll go, Oh, Reggie White, you know, or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, there are connections with the athletes and, and the teams that really, you know, brought positive attention to Tennessee that touch all points, you know, across. And so, you know, we're, we're really uh, lucky to be able to do that. Like I said, it's never a bad day to, del- to deliver good news. Now, has the entire 2022 class been? They have. They have. You, you and, care to? wrap them up for us I can here. I can try to go off memory there are 12 of them this year uh Sharifa Barksdale track and field from the University of Tennessee um she uh is just very uh in, involved in the Pan Am games in the 80s uh just a phenomenal phenomenal athlete R.A. Dickey baseball player from the University of Tennessee Cy Young Award winner uh they just celebrated him a couple of nights ago uh at uh at uh First Horizon Park with the Nashville Sounds because he spent a, spent a season in Nashville. A lot of people forget that because his career went on to be such a great career. Um, this, is, this is where my uh, alphabetizing of people will maybe come in handy. Artis Hicks, uh, an offensive lineman from the University of Memphis. I mentioned Harry Galbraith. Uh, Javon Curse, the freak, the first ever draft pick, the, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we have Randy Lambert, basketball coaching legend from Maryville College. Um, David Legwand, first ever Nashville Predator drafted and uh, went on to spend, I believe, 17 years with the organization here and set almost every record that there was. They're only just now starting to fall. You've seen a couple fall within the last month. All right. Um, then we've got uh, Nikki McCray-Pinson, who played under Pat Summit at the University of Tennessee. We have, um, uh, let's see here, Tony White, played basketball at the University of Tennessee. The late David Williams II. Uh, David was very involved with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, and Toby Wilt. And uh, Toby played football and basketball at the University of Tennessee, uh, University of, shoot, Vanderbilt University. And uh, one thing you might know Toby Wilt from is he is he's the starter at the the Masters on the first hole. So when you hear four, please. Now, now teeing off Tiger Woods, that's Toby Wilt. And Toby is a Nashville businessman who is really involved in uh, getting the uh, Music City Bowl started and several other ventures. And so uh, it's a great class. Did I leave one out? He, yes, you did. Toby Wilt also co-founded the Golf Club of Tennessee that's over right. in Kingston Springs. That's so, exactly yeah. right. Um, Trevecca's David Sutter. David Sutter, 3,000-point score, Maplewood High School. Uh, really short list of 3,000-point of scores in, in all divisions of NCAA <laughs> basketball or college basketball. So uh, we had a chance. He was one of the few that we got to surprise this year because Trevecca held an event where they, uh, they honored him and, and a female uh, basketball player from their history. And so we, we sprung it on him at halftime of a Trevecca game. And so it was a great honor and, and, uh, for him and, and great honor for us to be a part of it and really excited that he's part of this group too. No question. Yeah, you know, as, as you look around at, at all these different uh, displays, I can remember the first time I walked into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, the, the first time I walked into the Alabama Music Hall of Fame, 
as a kid who, you know, from Alabama, it, it's, it's interesting to note all the people who have, who are either from here or have made an impact in Tennessee sports. You, you, you walk around and like you said, you touch points across the entire country because just be, they may not have played professional sports here. They're just, they, they are from here and you go, wow, I didn't know he was from Tennessee or it's just it's always a surprise speaking of surprises when you walk around here and you go oh wow i didn't know that right. you can always learn something til right <laughs> today i learned so it's it's really unique when you find uh find out something you know that you didn't know beforehand and a lot of especially youngsters uh it, it can it can kind of put them in a place and kind of um connect them with, I, with sports in Tennessee. I agree. And one of the things that I absolutely love is when we have youth groups come. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the things I like to tell them are, one, just about every person, not every person, but so many of these people that are represented here at one point were in their, their shoes, right? They were big sports fans. They were kids. They, you know, they, they practiced. They, and I want the kids to understand that sports – in its purest form, especially when you talk about team sports, it teaches you leadership, it teaches you accountability, it teaches you all these things that you'll use throughout your life. And so that, those are the messages that I like to tell. And, and you talk about you know, people who are from here that maybe you wouldn't even think about. Like, like people see Steve Spurrier all the time. They go, what's Steve Spurrier? I was like, well, he's from Johnson City, right? You've got Tony Delk, who people probably best know from his time at the University of Kentucky, but he went to Haywood High in Brownsville. Um, then you're able to tell the great stories of people who check almost every box and somebody like a Pat Summit, born here, played collegiately here, coached here. You know, she, she touched it, and, and, and really, you know, one of the arguably the greatest basket, college basketball coach there ever was. So it, it really, you're right. It, and to be able to tell youngsters that come through here on, on, on field trips or, you know, summer camps or whatever, you know, look around because you're going to find somebody. And the great stories are the ones who after athletics was over for them, they went back to that community that they were from and they're still involved and they're still giving back or they're doing all these, these other things. They make their homes there now. Um, and, and those are really a lot of the stories we tell. To me, some of the greatest stories we tell aren't the ones of the names that jump off the page at you, right. like Peyton Manning or somebody like that. We, we, you know, we celebrate folks. I'll give you a great example. There's a young man we inducted in 2021. His name is Brandon Rowland. Brandon is, um, lost both of his legs below the knee at the age of six. Was such a sports nut that he played t-ball and, and, and basketball and every other sport his parents would let him play on his knees until he simply couldn't keep up anymore. And at that point, he went to prosthetics. And, 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 but in between, um, he, he's gone on to become a great, great golfer. But in between that time, he was discovered by a, a coach there in Jackson that, that ran a team called the Jackson Generals, which was a wheelchair basketball team. He led that team to two national championships and was tournament MVP, and we wanted to honor him. And, and he's, again, someone as you come in and you look at a banner and you see the name and the face, you say, well, I may not recognize him. But if you'd have told his parents at the age of when he was at six years old, he'd just lost his legs, that he'd be in the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, they'd have told you you were crazy. He said <laughs> as much. My parents would have told you you were crazy. But, that, but that's a great story of perseverance, and that's a great sure. story of, of a community that really embraced a young man, and he's still there giving back today. And so those are the stories that we really, really like to tell. 
Speaking with Brad Willis, the executive director of the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame here on Main Street Sports today. Brad was kind enough to bring us a, um, a program here of the 2021 Hall of Fame induction class and ceremony. And as I'm looking through it at previous inductees, in 2012, someone by the name of Gene Bartow yes. was inducted. Yes. Now, Coach Bartow obviously coached at, at UAB, yep. and among other places. I didn't realize he was from here. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, he, like like I mentioned with Tony Delk, right? Mm -hmm. um, someone came through the other day and said the same thing about Leonard Hamilton. You know, like, oh, Leonard, Leonard Hamilton's from, from Tennessee. And, yeah, there, there's so many great, great stories of folks who um, came through. Class of 2020, great example, Coach Sonny Smith. Sonny was born in, in uh, I believe, Mountain City, uh, Roan County. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously coached at ETSU for a time. Um, but And he told us when we inducted him, he said, I've been inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and that one you know, was a great honor, and I totally expected it, but I never expected to get the call from my home state. And it really, really meant a lot to him because he still very much identifies as a Tennessean you know, by birth. So, yeah, it, it, there, are, there are a handful of names like Coach Bartow and, and Coach Smith and, um, you know, like I said, Tony Delk, so many others that uh, – have graced us with the, either being born here or spent a time here athletically. And, uh, you know, those are, the, those are great opportunities to, to again, uh, reach an audience that uh, may come in here not expecting to see anybody that they recognize, and then they come away going, hey, you know, got a connection to somebody I didn't even realize. So tell us a little bit about what's going on this month. Uh, are you are you free admission right now? We are, we are, and uh, I mean, I walked in, so I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, River, River Gorge Ranch is uh, a new community that's being built near Chattanooga, and so they are are helping us out with free admission all the way through the end of June. So if you come here, we're open Tuesday through Saturday from four uh, from ten a.m. to four p.m. and admission is free, and it's a self guided tour. And I tell people all the time, you could you could zip through here in two minutes or you could spend you know four hours here if you wanted to uh, to me there's so much that interests me especially when you think about the history of college football I, I really feel like that the exhibit that uh, is is here that's kind of on loan from the Tennessee State Museum I think that's a really really uh, complete piece from the really the start of college football in the state until really the late late 90s College basketball is very well represented. We've got an exhibit uh, or an entire gallery for Pat Summit. And then, you know, we've got, an, we've got a full-size IndyCar. We have a Lombardi trophy on, on, on loan from uh, Jerry Reese. Uh, lot, lots of different uh, things that people can see. And, 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 frankly, we have, you know, about 7,500 square feet here. Uh, the, the, the only problem with once you put a cap on your square footage is the story keeps growing. You know, every day there's somebody making, making a play or there's somebody who's, who's writing a, a, a chapter in, you know, their career. And so when you walk around, you'll see a lot of these interactive kiosks, and it gives us an opportunity to kind of expand the story a little bit there. So right now you can, uh, we still have profiles from Black History Month. We have profiles from the 50th anniversary of Title IX, bio videos from our last three years' worth of inductees, fight songs, big plays, all these things, and the kids come in and, and love, you know, fuddling around with the, uh, with the screens. And so it's, uh, it's really a, a nice way to expand, you know, our exhibit in a way that doesn't take up much more square footage. 
We can't let you get away without making mention of something that you showed us over here on one of the interactive screens yes, earlier. that's right. Of all of the people involved with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, there's no one else that you could have welcome people into this place <laughs> than Mike than Keith. Mike Keith. <laughs> I know, right? Mike is, I'll tell you, I've, I've worked with Mike in a, in a different life, if you will, since 2001. And during that time, when I had zero involvement with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, I was aware of how passionate he was about this place. And as, as, I, came, as I came to entertain the idea of coming to work here, I actually sought him out. And I said, this has really been important to you for a long time. Tell me why. And, uh, you know, he's a native. He grew up, he grew up in Franklin, went to school in Knoxville. And, and he said, you know, when I look at it, to me, it's just a living, breathing story of what sports is. And for those of us who care deeply about sports, it's more than a stat line. It's more than a highlight. You, you guys know as well as I do, there's something that gets deep inside of you that is, is part of your fiber when it comes to sports. And so people will come and they'll see these names and they'll remember memories from their childhood. They'll remember, you know, something that a coach told them as a kid that they still, you know, hold on to and, and still practice to this day. And so, you know, his, his whole thing was that's important. And so he's been, a, he's been an active part of the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame for over 20 years. Uh, our board saw fit to induct him last year for his contributions, not just to the Hall of Fame, but to sports across the state. And so I, um, I reached out to him when we, when we built out our kiosks, and I said, you know, you're the voice of, uh, you're the voice of the Titans, you're the voice of our banquet, and I, I'd love it if you'd be the voice of the front door, so to speak. So he's basically the old Walmart greeter for the, <laughs> for the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Mike, Mike and I are both from Franklin. That's we right. We kind of grew up together, so I take whatever shot whenever you should. I get an you absolutely should. every yeah. chance you get. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he's fantastic. He's a friend of the show, and he might hear this. Maybe. He might. So yeah, <laughs> he knows we love him. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, thank you so much, man, for taking some time with us here. We appreciate it. It's a, it's a fantastic venue. Again, if you guys can get down here to Bridgestone Arena, we're obviously right here on the corner of Broadway and Fifth, right? That's right. Broadway. John Lewis Way and Broadway now. Oh, that's yep. right. It's John Lewis. I that's forgot right. about that. Yep. And so you can make your way down here. It's absolutely free to get in. Just walk into the needle and keep walking. That's right. <laughs> and I'll tell people, go check out our website, which is tshf.net. Our golf tournament's in June, our banquet's in July, and you can be a part of it. It's uh, all awesome. right there at our website. There you go. Brad, thanks, man. We appreciate it. We will talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, guys. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Jimbo Fisher because, well, he's got an issue with the NIL, which, you know, surprise, surprise, he's got an issue with anything. Uh, <laughs> that and a couple of surprising names in ownership with Nashville Soccer Club. All that and more on the other side. Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, comes back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. 
Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mopat, and J.P. Plant here live at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. A free admission through the month of June. Is that what he said? I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, courtesy of some developers in, in Chattanooga. <laughs> Chattanooga. River, River Gorge. River Gorge, that's it. Yeah, River Gorge. New community in Chattanooga. So if you, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to keep calling it that here on this show at this point. Uh, you know. As as we talk about on this show quite a bit, you know, name image likeness and the transfer portal and all of the things that go with college football these days, it's it's a different world than than we've ever seen before. Uh, mainly because the I, I guess the payments are above board at this point. And I think a lot of people are upset about that because it's only going to make those who were paying players um, better, and it's not really changing anything per se uh, long term because the big players are always going to be the big players because they've got the money to do it, uh, and the boosters have the money to do it. So Jimbo Fisher – Obviously, number one recruiting class in the country, ironically, right after NIL is is made legal. Now, you tell me why he would have an issue 
with name, image, likeness payments because clearly certainly helping him and his Aggies. It's not, well, I won't say it's not hurting him, but, but maybe it's leveling the playing field a little bit more. Is it, than, though? I don't, I mean, you, I think that's his, his concern. Is that it's going to? Yeah. And it probably is. I mean, that makes plenty of sense because self-preservation is, I mean, it's a thing. Sure. So. Uh, you know, and you see, you see things like uh, Nico, and you you watch you watch Tennessee with their their NIL collective start making some some moves, and so now Tennessee is back into a it, they're more mainstream with mm-hmm. the youngsters than they would have been because obviously Tennessee hasn't been relevant in football in a decade plus. Right. So now that they are, you've got even more Southeastern Conference football teams who are right there with the top echelon in recruiting because they can pay the players to be there. Yeah. Um, and again, that's maybe that's maybe that's Jimbo's issue that He's worried about other folks catching up to him because, you know, basically everybody in the SEC can be a player, even more so now. So, well, but it's it's really disingenuous, though. Exactly, that's the problem. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's cool for us, but not good for you. You shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I just NIL and the transfer portal collectively have split the college football fan base pretty heavily mm-hmm. at this point. And there is a, there's, there's a faction of college football fans who love it and a faction who, who hate it. And to me, a big portion of that is age. <laughs> I think a lot of younger folks – are all for it and the older generations are split a little more down the middle i don't know if down the middle is the right place just because i think that the older generation was more used to things being the way they were when the game was tilted so far in favor of Establishment, basically. Coaches, administration, everybody but the players. And so now, with it being leveled to some degree, with the players having a little bit more say, with the players receiving some type of benefit for what they put into it, all of a sudden, for some people, that's an issue. Whether it should be or not. Yeah. So... I, you're, to me, this is not something that, that is going to go away. It, it may be better regulated in the future. I think NIL and the transfer portal both need some type of tweaking. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I think both of them at this moment are problematic. I don't think it's a sky is falling type thing. And when I hear people say, 
this is going to be the ruination of college athletics and that kind of thing. I just kind of or look at, claiming it already has ruined it. it a lot of folks I, saying that. I don't know what the basis is for that. I mean, what what's ruined? They're still going to tee it up in August. They're right? still going to tee it up in August. So I mean, and Alabama's still going to be right there at the end. So I, I I don't know who it's ruined for, unless it's a fan. Maybe I don't know because I, I, now you're looking out there and you know the guys are actually being paid. Is why does how does that change does your it affect view? You? How does that change your viewing of the sport? I. It's so. a great question. I I don't have an answer for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I'm not the person to ask. Because <laughs> you're not the person I'm, that's saying I'm it. Not so the maybe one who's saying you know it, yeah. maybe, maybe we need to get somebody on that is saying it. And, and perhaps and hey, let's have a conversation. Uh, I would love to, I would love to hear the rationale behind some of these <laughs> these thoughts. I think that's part of the problem, though. There's not any rationale. <laughs> no no logic. It's an illogical situation. Oh man. Well, um, before we get to the second half, real quick, I want to mention uh, Derek Henry and Reese Witherspoon. Not with her knife, Witherspoon. Uh, part of the Nashville Soccer Club ownership group as of yesterday. And I love the, the, the video that Henry did. It was really cool. Uh, putting on the jersey and that sort of thing. Just it, it was really <laughs> Derrick Henry in a soccer jersey. It, it, I'm telling you, it's 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 unique. But what if what would a soccer team do if Derrick Henry showed up on the pitch? I mean, could you imagine? Like he no. just takes off running down the side, and you just kick it kick to, it to him. him because he's going to outrun everybody. <laughs> what does a goalie if, do when he kicks it at him? If he has any dribbling skills at all, at all. I, I mean, uh, and really, he doesn't even have as long as if, if you if you kick it to him across the field diagonally, where he can just let it get to his right foot and go. No, thank you. I'm not going to try to stop it. He'd be offsides. It, yeah, he, because there's no way you could kick it as fast as he can run. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> man. Uh, but Reese Witherspoon also involved in that with her husband, and uh, it just what's his name? Chris? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I was kind of hoping, you know, she didn't have a husband. I'm trying to hook her up with some friends of mine oh, or something. That with way, some I friends. Could, that way, with some friends. <laughs> that way, I could, uh, you know, be be friends with Reese Witherspoon. Guilty by association. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have some single friends who would be perfect for her. Jim Toth. Ah. Yeah. Toth. Toth. T O T H. Okay. Not Ron Felipe. She and, her son, she and her husband, Jim Toth, later welcomed son, Tennessee. Look at there. I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's very interesting how she has embraced the Southern culture. So, Sweet Home Alabama really did it for her. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway, let's, uh, let's take a break. Chip Walters is awaiting our return so we'll we'll come back as quickly as possible to hang out with chip on main street sports day presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint
Welcome in, everybody, to another fantastic edition of Mornings on Main Street. Fun show planned for today. Please tell me you know who this is. Of course I know who it is. I mean, I just want you, let's say it together. <laughs> you have no idea, do you? <laughs> your car broke down, you're walking. That's true. Hey, what are, is is hold, this thing on? Hold on a second, Chris. Okay. Hey, what did I yeah. tell you about comedy? Right. Let's do comedy. Make sure that's yeah. funny. It got to be funny. Okay. I figure it's easier. It's harder for you to say no if we do this live. <laughs> I'm still waiting to meet you with the crystal, so I'll, I'll take anything. We'll, we'll get it all done there. Thank you. As the voice of the crab will be me as Bob Hope. And has that cute well with the pearl necklace is... So I'm going to be Russell Brand, and I just okay. want to go ahead and give a preface, preface uh, that might be really annoying. So. Okay. All right. It's a preface. Preface. Uh, preface. Preface is what happens when your girlfriend's going out on the town, and you're like, hey, get ready. So I put my face on. Grilled ground lamb and beef wrapped in lavish and topped with a savory tomato it's sauce. It's lavash. <laughs> what is that? Lavash. Lavash. <laughs> I told you you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with the redneck country boy on this side over here of the screen. That's okay. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint, Chris Yao, Mopat, and JP Plant. And on the line, as he is every Tuesday, we talk with the voice of the Blue Raiders. Choose Chip Walters. Chip, what's going on, man? Not much. Uh, you guys are in the fancy digs today, right? We are. We are. We're loving life, man. This is um, this is fantastic. We've done the. Sh- we've taken the show on the road on numerous occasions, but I don't think we've been anywhere as nice as this. No. So, yeah, that's it, it. Is uh, it's very special, and uh, I tell you, Brad and his staff have done a terrific job uh, with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, and I know they've got their dinner coming up uh, in July, so that'll be exciting for the next class to be inducted. Yeah. Um, Looking at last year's Hall of Fame induction class, a lot of MTSU flavor to that one. I'm sure we've talked about it, but again, big big ad in here from MTSU um, congratulating um, Mike Caldwell and, and Alicia Clark, and I think there was one other MTSU-related honoree that I – Anastasia Hayes was in there for – There we go, uh, yeah. Her yep. efforts. Yeah, Anastasia was the amateur female athlete of the year. Alicia was the pro female athlete of the year. And Mike Caldwell was inducted into the Hall of Fame last year. So um, nice. I was fortunate nice. to get to be, to get to uh, kind of conspire with Brad on uh, letting, uh, letting Mike Caldwell know we did a Zoom call uh, after the Super Bowl and uh, kind of under the guys of of doing something for for middle uh, about having a super bowl champion you know who was a linebacker coach for for tampa bay and all that and all of a sudden we kind of did the chris collinsworth slide in uh with brad who uh who then uh, spilled the beans and it was it was cool because we really caught zeke off guard on that one and uh and and he's just such an outstanding guy and and now he's a defensive coordinator now, right? He is a defensive coordinator of the Jaguars. Um, That's correct. Which 
Good luck. <laughs> but um, also, former former MTSU assistant Casey Rogers is, I think, co-defensive coordinator at Tampa Bay now. Is that right, Chip? That's correct. That? So, yeah, I saw where he had he had moved up and, and, and taken that position. Casey was here. Oh, you know, he played at Tennessee and uh, and was here as, for a few years under Coach McCollum, and then uh, left here and went to the Cowboys. And he has uh, been in the NFL. Ever since. ever since now did you guys mention say that uh uh that uh there was a child first name tennessee we did we did um recently. i've only known one other person that had the first name of tennessee his last name was tuxedo oh <laughs> i thought you were gonna say ford well, that would, that would that be, was a well, nickname, Yeah, Tennessee right? Ernie Ford. That's correct. Ernie was his middle name, I well, guess. Tennessee Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. But, but no, Reese, Reese Witherspoon's son is Tennessee. So Tennessee Toth. Toth. That's his yeah. name, Tennessee Toth. That's, that's a heck of a name. Old Double T. <laughs> Better than Double J, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. What? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> We're off the rails already. Chip, Thanks, what's Chip. The, what, 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 what's the latest in Murphy's World, Chip? Well, it's uh, the latest is uh, uh, a couple of the spring sports are. Uh, we'll get into baseball in just a minute, but uh, congratulations to Jimmy Borndame and uh, and the uh, men's tennis team. They won their third straight uh, conference USA championship uh, this past weekend, and for Coach Borndame. Uh, interestingly enough, is um, that victory on Sunday uh, against Charlotte was his 200th as head coach at Middle, and it came on a day when he won a championship. So they'll be finding out next Monday uh, where they're going for their regional, and it could actually be right here in Murfreesboro. We'll have to see because they've got a pretty good RPI. Uh, men's golf had a not a great first round yesterday, but they have made up a little ground today. They are nine over par, and right now in a tie for seventh in the Conference USA Golf Championships over in Texarkana. Not sure if that's in Texas or Arkansas, but they're straddling the border, one of the, one of the three. But uh, the good thing is they're only six shots out of fourth, which is where you want to be to get into match play on Thursday, and that was what then determines the champion show. I think um, the front nine is in Texas and the back nine is in Arkansas. <laughs> there you go. I think that's excellent. Boy, we, we're ringing the bell today numerous yeah, the times. The Daily Dingers on, on, brought to you by Chip Walters right now. The the uh, the article on the website, GoBlueRaiders.com, has a dateline of Texarkana, Texas. So Okay. Well, yeah, so we'll so maybe, maybe the clubhouse is. That's where the clubhouse is. I told you. That's where the 19th hole is. And so that's where it's being written from probably. Yeah. But, uh, there, there there's that, and uh, and and to today, Middle's best golfer was was uh, Nick Wolf, who, uh, as you know, is Bunny Donnelly Wolf's son, who played at uh, UT Martin, and then is a grad transfer at Middle. Uh, baseball was scheduled to play at UT Martin tonight. That game has been canceled. Uh, no reason given, and no makeup date has been set. But uh, the Blue Raiders find themselves now in baseball in uh, fourth place in Conference USA is they have won five straight conference series, including winning two out of three on the road at Louisiana Tech this past weekend. And Tech had been perfect at home 
through the conference season. And Middle was the first one to get a single win, much less two wins, and uh, now come home to play UTSA, who is a team that is right in front of them in the standing. So it works out pretty good for Jim Toman and, and company because they have an opportunity to, uh, to, to make up ground. If they could win two out of three, they would end up tying with UTSA for third. If they could sweep, they could move into to second place, uh, as high as second place before the weekend's over. So a lot of good things could happen depending on how it all falls out. But uh, looks like good weather this weekend. We'll get back warm again. And uh, I think games at 6, 2, and 1 on the weekends. But all of that's on GoBlueRaiders.com. But we'll kick off the weekend Thursday night with the 11th annual Raiders Choice Awards. It's our version yeah. of the ESPYs. And it's, uh, we're, for the first time in three years, we are back in front of a live audience. We had to do it virtually the last two years. But in Tucker Theater, uh, the – Athletes will be uh, arriving on the blue carpet for interviews and photographs and all of that before they head into the building for uh, for uh, for the award ceremony and got all kinds of uh, cool video things that we're showing. the The whole stage ends up being a video board with uh, and it's really the star of the show with uh, and Nathan Wallach and his crew do an outstanding job of producing all the video for it. It's pretty slick, uh, and it'll be broadcast uh, live on, on YouTube and on Facebook very much like this very show. It'll be uh, on the stream out there uh, live on Thursday night starting at 7 o'clock. All due respect to JP, I do feel like that will probably be better, but we're pretty good. I don't know. Though. JP does it every day. JP does it every day. And he does a bang up job. I know where you're going, Mo, and and I appreciate. It. Yes, yeah. yeah. But that, uh, the the folks there have uh, quite the more robust um, budget. Everything. Yeah, we'll say <laughs> yes, yes. We yeah. do well with what well, we've we, got, we, though. We do use the uh, we we do use the production truck, yeah. uh, which uh-huh. you guys have seen before, and it's it's state pretty, of the art. It's uh, it's 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 ESPN quality, and 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 we'll use that to. Uh, to, to produce everything so it's it'll be fun and uh you know we got some kind of really cool former uh blue raider student athletes coming back as presenters this year so uh don't want to let that cat out of the bag just yet but uh we'll have all the winners uh next week we can tell you who they all are that'll work we look forward to that we do, in fact. Chip Walters here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint here at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, Chip, where is your, uh, your, your display? Is it, you know, is it around um, the corner? That's something, you know, that's, uh, I think it's over in, in, in the uh, – there's a janitorial closet oh, that's nearby it, there. It, no, it's, it's actually right behind us in, in the in the, in the uh, It's the in this door that you can't see right here. <laughs> it's yeah. in the pyramid behind us. <laughs> His and Pernell Knox's are both it's in right there. Right next door to each when, other. <laughs> when we were coming down here, Pernell Knox, the athletics director over at Columbia Academy, um, told us to be sure and get a picture with his display. And um, <laughs> we've not quite located it. Well, I would echo those yet, sentiments. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. will. We will. Absolutely. <laughs> Chip, man, thank you so much. As always, it's a pleasure to talk to you, and we look forward to next week and hearing all about the Raiders' Choice Awards. I right, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. The second half with 
Braves talk because the trophy will be outside here momentarily. The trophy will be outside, and, and we're starting to see folks. That's right. We, awaiting we, the trophy and tripping love, on us. That's <laughs> right. Got to love the, the Braves stuff. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the Braves-Cubs series coming up here in just a few moments, and then we will try to get Pete Weber on the line as well. And it's Top 5 Tuesday, Top 5 Hollywood duos coming your way right after this. Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around.